Welcome to Search Forward, the podcast where we inspire and empower marketing professionals to rediscover their passion and take their careers to the next level. I'm your host, Alicia Miller, and I invite you to go on a journey of growth with me. I've spent more than 20 years chasing deadlines, fighting with that cast of characters we serve as marketers, tackling unrealistic deadlines, and was left feeling depleted and desperately seeking a solution that would create a sustainable pace and allow me to do what I loved, provide value through marketing. Whether you're just starting your career as a marketing professional or you're a seasoned pro, this podcast is for you. At Find Your Surge, we believe that marketing is about more than just executing projects and meeting deadlines at the instruction of your internal clients. We believe in the importance of you driving strategies to create growth within your organization. It's about creating meaningful connections and delivering creative, innovative solutions that deliver stronger results, which will not only fuel your passion for marketing, but create a surge forward in your career. In each episode, we'll explore topics including reimagining your daily mindset and what projects deserve your best how to position yourself with leadership and internal clients to create partnerships and strengthen your ability to influence, and ways you can fuel your passion for marketing and self-care so you can deliver the most creative, innovative strategies you have to offer. We will have candid conversations with organizational and marketing leaders, internal clients, marketers at all stages of their career, and organizational partners in order to challenge the way you think about your career in marketing. Get ready to uncover ways to tame the crazy and discover new strategies that will light up that passion for marketing you once had, all while positioning yourself to be a critical success factor in your organizational's growth in a way that will make your career soar. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to dive in and surge forward. everyone. I am beyond excited today. This is my very first podcast episode for Search Forward and one of the favorite things that I'm bringing to my audience. Conversations that are going to challenge your way of thinking, create professional growth, and bring you new, unique perspectives. I really wish I had something like this as I was navigating my career, which is why this is so exciting to me to bring together marketing professionals so that we can support each other and help each other reach our potential that sometimes gets snuffed out by that daily gauntlet of never-ending demands and unrealistic deadlines is truly exciting for me. And I hope it brings you the information that creates that passion for you and gets you excited about your career again. I hope you enjoy this episode and invite you to make suggestions on future topics that you feel would bring value to your career. This first episode centers around a topic that I get really passionate about, which is gaining partnership from our leaders and internal clients rather than just being considered a task taker. As marketers, many times we're passed over as a group that just creates visually appealing, well-written materials that are going to support the company and their quest for brand awareness, lead generation, sales conversions, you name it. 
But as we all know, we have so much more than that to bring to the table. And getting a seat at the table so that we know overall growth goals and can understand our audience at a deeper, more intimate level can elevate what we bring to the table and enable us to help craft the strategy. Those visually appealing deliverables would now speak and evoke action from those audiences. Our well-written materials would all of a sudden resonate with our clients on levels that leave them feeling heard and understood and taking the steps to become long-term clients. But to do that, we need to get our leaders and internal clients to trust us as truly strategic partners who value their input and expertise, but can help take them to the next level and realize growth potential they never knew they could achieve without having us on board. So with no further ado, let's jump into the interview with my very first guest of Search Forward, one of my favorite people, Mike McCurdy. We'll have conversations to gain insights into a leader's perspective on gaining alignment with leadership and earning the trust and partnership with your internal clients. My guest today is very close to my heart as I truly feel that his leadership style and guidance is what allowed me to start to really define who I was as a marketing leader. Mike McCurdy is the managing principal at a global commercial real estate firm. He leads the growth and management of Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore regions, including brokerage, property management, capital markets, valuation, and advisory services, and project development services. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, he ensures all regional employees and clients are engaged and happy to drive growth for the organization. And Mike and I had the pleasure of working together for two and a half years, partnering to elevate the marketing support that underpinned his growth goals. He truly is a class act leader who saw partnership with marketing as a critical success factor. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today, Mike. How are you? Well, Alicia, um, I don't know what to even say about that introduction because it's my honor and a privilege to be talking with you today. Uh, it truly is. Um, I'm fine. And, and this is fun. You know, like I and I mean it like you working with you really, truly allowed marketing to to shine in a way I'd never experienced before in my career and having leadership aligned with all of the strategy is so critical. And I think so many marketers out here are going to value from what you say um, and creating that alignment with their leadership. Well, um, it takes a partnership, right? Um, yes. And I think that's what made it work was a, a true partnership. I know in our time working together, you were trying to you know, strive to up the game on how marketing supported your team. You know, in the past, it had been very task oriented, just getting deliverables out the door. During those early stages, can you tell me like what your vision was on what elevated support from marketing looked like? Uh, I sure can. Um, I think in a number of organizations and, you know, several that I've inherited in my career, um, marketing was viewed as a support organization. 
And I've always viewed marketing much the same as a C-suite would view a marketing, you know, CMO, you know, a chief marketing officer, um, that they should have a seat at the leadership table in terms of driving strategy for the company. And yes, there are tactical aspects of every function, but whether it's you know, a COO in operations or a CMO in marketing, I think on a local level, you want that department to feel um, and to contribute from a strategic standpoint, not just from a tactical standpoint. And and that's where I was looking to, you know, kind of change the paradigm um, when you and I were together. Um, and I, I heard of the model that didn't feel that way. And um, I wanted to take it to a, to a new level. You know, it's funny because that's one of the things that I'm really big about is, you know, someone in marketing having a seat at the table with leadership because you can execute really great deliverables and strategy, but unless you truly understand like where you're headed growth wise and, you know, who the key uh, producers are and who, the, you know, what key services you're trying to grow and areas you're trying to grow, it's really hard to take things to another level and become, you know, that winning player in the market. So I love that approach from you. And I really hope other leaders become more open to that. Um, I know a big part. And one of the things I loved when I joined um, you was like the first week I remember uh, having meeting after meeting after meeting with each one of the teams that were in the office and really getting to know them and having buy-in from those brokers and producers is critical for us to like actually accomplish our goals. Um, not just for them to be heard and seen and happy with the product, but really getting them on the side of the marketer and trusting them to be let in for strategy um, and let in early enough to be able to participate in that strategy. Um, what are your thoughts around like what a marketer needs to do in order to earn the respect and partnership of those producers? Um, well, a few things. I think that um, one is having a, a general understanding of the business is always important. Um, but we, you know, none of us can be specialists in everything, right? So um, a marketer's specialty is in marketing, right? Not in all of the aspects of the business, but understanding where the business is going, um, obviously understanding um, you know what clients are looking for at the end of the day. So when I when it comes right down to it, I think um, there's a few things. Obviously a good marketing skill set is important, but I would say um, being a really good listener, right um, and and listening to you know uh, as you get an understanding of the business is important. listening to um, the sales team and how they view a client, right um, and taking that all in, before solutioning so that you're actually adding um, a lot of value in the solution process as opposed to just you know implementing a solution that somebody else is dictating to you at the end of the day so being a good listener is, is actually really really important as well as a as a general understanding of the, of the business and I would say being a good listener probably more important initially because, you know, the, the businesses, you know, the, the salespeople have to understand that, you know, that's their job to understand that. Uh, but but understanding how to make it one plus one equals three 
as opposed to two is the key ingredient. Yeah. That's awesome. No, that, you know, that is huge. And I think that's, you know, an area that I try to strive in is, you know, instead of just throwing solutions at them that are canned of sitting back and hearing, you know, their thoughts, a lot of the producers there, uh, have so much, you know, uh, intelligence and, uh, strategy that they've already thought out and they don't even realize it. And just knowing the right questions to pull out of them and digging in and listening can really bring some really creative and innovation to the table. You know, we've worked together and I know like one of the things I loved about working with you is that we were very open, very candid with everything that we talked about, which made alignment really easy. You know, I knew exactly what clients, projects, markets, and even team members were targets for growth. As the economy keeps continuing the way it is in CRE, I'm sure it's even more important to for marketers to understand like what that growth strategy looks like and what are those unique ways that the company's positioning themselves to win new work. You know, is there any advice that you would give marketers who are striving for that connection with their leaders so that they can, you know, create more strategic approaches and help during this difficult time? Well, I think the the two points that I mentioned, whether it was obviously being good at your skill set, understanding the business, I guess it's three points, and being a good listener are first and foremost. Um, but you know, no doubt about it, um, the the economy has some challenges today. We're facing you know just a ton of headwinds, and our clients are stressed. Um, and and sometimes when our clients are stressed, we're we're feeling that in a pretty big way, and that can resonate in a number of ways with un, unreasonable requests, unreasonable demands, um, just because of the stress that is going on. And I think it's important that, um, the, again, that the marketers develop this partnership with uh, our people and, uh, and our salespeople overall, so that we can manage that stress appropriately and not simply uh, react to what a client's demand is, but, but perhaps in some cases, um, suggest um, another solution to what they're asking for, um, and and because it's so easy when people are stressed and somebody and, and a client says, "I need this by X date," or "This is what I want by X date," to say maybe what you want isn't what you really need, yeah. um, and and maybe the timetable that you're uh, suggesting is unreasonable in terms of uh, a good outcome for you. Uh, so then, you know, under, so understanding the goal and the strategy comes first and then implementing or fulfilling the request comes second. Um, now, that requires a certain kind of person, right, um, to be in the role that can push back at our sales team in some cases, which ultimately means pushing back at the client. Um, and, and I think it's important to have that kind of a leader on the team. Yeah, and I think that, like, resonates in the sense that, you know, you have to be confident in yourself and what you're bringing to the table when you're talking to those producers and you have to earn their trust and respect, right? So that they're listening to you and you solution together to bring that to the client. And as long as you're creative enough and innovative enough, a lot of times those clients will come along, you know? Um, But I think it's also important to, you know, create a balance, you know, 
of there's always going to be those difficult salespeople. There's always going to be those difficult clients and, you know, whether or not it's reasonable or not, and whether or not you've pushed back of making sure that you're keeping your clients happy, right? but trying to lead them the right way, you know, and bringing them along with enough balance where you're not rocking the boat too much, you know, especially right now. Like, I feel like, and you can, you know, let me know your thoughts on this of like, you got to be careful how much you push back because you don't want them going somewhere else, you know, in a market that's so tight right now. Well, it's a finesse, right? Um, that That's the thing. It, it's, it would be easy to say that when a client is wrong, you, uh, or you view them wrong, always just push back. Um, but it's, it's very delicate and it requires, um, you know, a really uh, a balanced personality to be able to know, you know, when to kind of roll and and uh, react and and give what the, what is being asked. Another time where you, um, you know, you you push back gently, and you know, you know, if you're pushing back too strong and you have to back off a little bit. That's why I say finesse, yeah. um, because it's it's something that you you learn over time with experience, and and again, being a really good active listener, um, not just listening and 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 reacting to the listen, but um, kind of absorbing, thinking, um, and then deciding what the next course is at the end of the day. It, it really requires active listening and questioning. Um, with all and, and salespeople don't always ask all the right questions. So I think when I say one plus one equals three in that partnership, it's coming at it from a slightly different perspective to get to a better outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that finesse with the with the brokers is so important. You know, I know. At my time there, getting to a point where they were even, um, you know, talking to me before they picked up the phone was like so exciting because it's like, oh, you know, I have an opportunity to help guide the questions and, you know, really get the information out that we need it. Um, And it's, you know, that to me was a big key was like creating those strong partnerships and you know, it comes with the finesse and the listening and everything that you're saying. Um, I think that's it, well. Know. And one of the things, uh, Alicia, I mean, you gave me a nice introduction, but I, I now it's my turn, right? So, <laughs> I um, I have to say that the way you finessed and developed this was that um, as you were building relationships, uh, initially you were really just absorbing the business, absorbing the needs of the salespeople, absorbing the needs of the clients. And then very gradually um, weighing in on a better mousetrap, a better way to do things. And because you didn't come on too strong initially, it wasn't a turnoff. Uh, you developed credibility before you reacted. And then in many other situations, at the at the end of the day, um, people were coming to you saying, I'm not sure where to go. What do you think? Right. So now all of a sudden you're this you're the advisor of the salespeople. You're not where they're coming to you, giving you a solution. You've earned their trust uh, by the way that you've finessed the early conversations. And now you're a total partner, um, you know, and, and an advisor. So that's where it, it takes a little time to build that, to build trust. But it's it's a result of the way you interact with people and your skill set, obviously. Yeah. And that's the goal, right? As for us to become partners rather than just task takers, because that's where the skill lies in marketing and how we can help move the needle with growth and revenue at the end of the day. Um, And 
everybody knows if you can move needle on growth and revenue, everybody will let you in on the table and, you know, you'll earn that trust and, you know, That's respect right. the table. Right. It's contagious. And, and, you know, what happens, I guess there's, you know, an old marketing curve uh, that basically says, you know, when you're taking on a new initiative, you're going to find a few early adopters, right? Um, and you get some wins with the early adopters. And then all of a sudden people catch on because uh, there's another group that kind of follows that wave. And then the silent majority that's behind say, hey, what about me? Um, they're winning business <laughs> because Alicia is in the middle of everything and they're creating these opportunities. So um, I think that that you know typical curve explains a little bit about how this can go from you know a few to very many who you know who you know take on this philosophy. So with all of that, you know the growth that you've seen, and I know um, your organization kind of shifted really differently to create um, a hub that was delivering a lot of those services in a more centralized way with marketers coming in and, you know, trying to do this, if there's anything that you can recommend to them as like a closing statement of they're struggling to get in alignment, they're struggling to cut through the noise of the deadlines and the never ending projects to get time to talk to leadership, time to talk to producers and start those conversations and partnerships. Do you have any recommendations for them on how they can kind of break through and start building those relationships? Um, well, maybe just take a second to talk about the hub, because I think it, it's important. It doesn't exist in every organization, but even if it doesn't, there's a way to overcome that. Um, I think the important thing is to benefit from best practices and tools um, across the organization or, you know, across the universe from a marketing standpoint, yeah. you know, if you will. Right. And, you know, the reason that the hub is kind of exciting is um, in, instead of just trying to reinvent the wheel every time we look at an opportunity, you can gather best practices uh, from similar situations uh, where the hub has all that experience. Um, so even without a hub, making sure that you're connecting with your marketing colleagues in other markets, um, knowing what uh, others have done in similar situations and having a, a just a strong uh, sharing of information would be really important. Um, you know, what, what you did, honestly, working together with us was um, the hub really didn't exist at, uh, in the beginning. And uh, and what you and I did was kind of a pilot test case for what the hub ultimately implemented. Um, and I think, you know, the first four or five pursuits that we were on, we were, you know, almost four out of five in terms of a win rate. So it was pretty, pretty incredible overall. And, you know, obviously, as you scale up, you don't get, you know, a 90% win rate all the time. But nonetheless, um, it, it, you know, the win rate is high when you start sharing information and you take the process into listening to the client versus telling the client about yourself um, at the end of the day. That's a differentiator in a, in a huge way. So I think it all sums up that, um, you know, a partnership mindset set, uh, building credibility very slowly, being a good listener, sharing information. Those are all key parts of making a, you know, turning a marketing department or an individual um, from being tactical and being truly strategic in the role. 
Yeah. And, you know, listening to that, it's like streamlining at its best, right? Like one of the big uh, key things that I've been pushing through everything I'm doing is streamlining as much as you can from projects that you've worked on that have been great and really spending your time more on those high value strategies rather than turning your wheels on things that we've already created. Right. 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 Um, and I think that is the beauty of the hub and, you know, building those resources. And like you said, even if you don't have a hub, create your own, right? Like there's right. a reason you can't have your own toolkit. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great to catch up. feel like you brought, you know, so many different aspects of what true partnership with marketing looks like. And I'm, you know, excited to hear what the marketers have to say and the feedback that we get from this. Um, And hopefully we help a lot of young up and coming marketers, you know, get aligned better. I'm really passionate about this and excited with this new endeavor. You're my first guest. So, you know, very privileged to have someone at your level come on and share with us. Um, And I really appreciate your time. Well, certainly it was my honor. And honestly, uh, this wouldn't have worked if it wasn't for you individually. I mean, uh, you just had all the right skill sets to take it to the level that we took it to together. So uh, appreciate this and happy to talk again at some point. Thanks, Mike. valuable insights into how to position yourselves as a partner and he broke it down so clearly into three core areas skill set knowing your business and listening first he started with having a sharpened skill set if you're in sales enablement know how to use storytelling and persuasive writing for your project if you're in digital marketing understand how to properly target your audience and what channels can optimize your amplification If you're in creative, know how to evoke emotion using color, stylization, and creating a visual flow of a storyline. No matter what your niche, strive to know it and know it well. But don't let best practices stop you from being flexible. Ensure you're not only the master of your niche, but you can pivot and customize based on the organization, client, and strategy to gain the best results. Second, Mike emphasized the need to know your business. I can tell you that this truly changed the game for me. Getting your internal clients to value your partnership because you can talk the talk and create solutions and strategies to make that make sense for your clients. We can all bring our best game to the table, but if we don't know what we're selling, then it's hard to take anything beyond the basics of a task-taking marketer. Take the time to learn your business, listen to your company webinars, read their thought leadership, talk to your leaders and internal clients to understand their business better. Taking the time to be vested and go all in will not only allow you to create stronger results, but gain the respect, trust, and partnership you're looking for. And finally, being a good listener. Mike was all about this and weaved it into nearly everything he said. 
leaning in and listening to the nuances of your sales partners, business offerings, and clients will enable you to be armed with the knowledge to truly create those strategies that are going to resonate and create increased revenue and growth. Learning through listening is what he called it. And I believe there's great strength in this tactic. Listen. And don't be afraid to ask clarifying questions and then use that knowledge to take what you have from your skill set and your understanding of the business to create those wins that are contagious, as Mike talked about, and create a gradual progression to build trusted partnerships with your internal leaders and clients. Something I thought was invaluable, he also pointed out in building relationships, is to not come on too strong. Learn over time how to use finesse to create a balance of how much you push back. Learn from those experiences to fine-tune your approach and start understanding the different personalities so that you can achieve the goals you ultimately want to create. This will not happen overnight but it's something you can practice and refine over time. Finding that sweet spot with each person can create such an amazing dynamic in your working relationship, allowing you the room to really stretch and grow your craft. Another key takeaway I cannot not highlight are the game changers and developing strong toolkits and best practices from your past projects and from collaborating and sharing with other marketers so that you can focus your time on refining the strategies versus creating the tools, resources, and frameworks that you need for your project. Gift yourself that time by creating these tools as you go, and you will thank yourself later. So there you have it. I mean, I cannot be more excited with this first podcast. It was jam-packed with great insights and new ways of thinking about how you approach your internal clients and leadership. I hope you found it valuable and inspiring. Check in on findyoursurge.com to learn more about the resources I'm developing to help you build your toolkits, align yourself with growth goals, and reignite your passion for marketing. I just launched my first edition of the Octo Planning System. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And subscribe to get insights, new tools, and notifications of my upcoming podcast topics right in your inbox. Join me for our next podcast in two weeks as I expand upon some of the highlights in this podcast so you can continue to reimagine how you develop your influence and build partnerships to surge forward.